It's that time again. Welcome back for another Tyser show. Uh, today's movie is going to be Throttle, also known as No Way Up, from 2005, directed by James Seal. Uh, it's not too long of a movie this time, only about an hour and a half or so. Kind of an action thriller of sorts. This will be the first time that me and my compatriot here watch this one, so join us. It was... Hopefully provided by a friend as to what we could watch because we were having a little difficulty. Hopefully we'll enjoy it. Hopefully you'll enjoy it. And if not, there's no money back, so you'll have to deal with it. And sync up the movies. Start in. We'll start on go. Well, count down from three, so you get like three, two, one, go. Mm -hmm. All right. So three, two, one, go. Playing. All right. Full screen this thing. So this is going to be fun. We've never seen this before. We have no idea what is going to happen. Other than a 6,000-pound truck is going to attack a guy in a parking garage. Or at least My first impression like. is, how are we going to stretch this out to an hour and a half to two hours? Very easily, is my guess. But then again, they did make a movie about a guy in a phone booth for an hour and 45 minutes. True. But if I remember right, that one didn't come out that good. And from well, all our reviews, us, this one is actually supposed to be pretty good. Well, the part it also has two things. It's a very atmospherically creepy place. Garage. I'm not sure if that distortion was supposed to be in the movie or if my computer just tweaked. Oh, did you hear the crinkling? I was moving something on my. Oh no, no, there's like some little video distortion going on. Oh. I don't know. Oh, the it's just opening credits. Weird movie watching experience. <laughs> I mean, we're panning around this very empty parking garage. Well, you know, it's setting it up for us. This is what the parking garage is. I have a feeling we're going to be here for the next hour and a half at least. So, When have you ever been in a parking garage that empty unless it was like in some small city? Well, depends what time of the day it is too, I would imagine. I mean, you know, if you're in a parking garage that's attached to a building that doesn't really get that much use at night, then I would imagine at night it would be pretty empty. Although right there is pretty full. I mean, there's a crap ton of cars right there. Must be in the popular section now. Probably. You know, you got the floor difference. The higher floors never get as much use because nobody wants to walk all the way back down. Get a little heavy-handed already. First impression of our uh, assumingly main character isn't exactly the best. 
yet we will find out later this guy had an integral plot to play in him never leaving this parking garage. I don't know. It just seems like a, such a happy-go-lucky security guard. That's what makes me distrust him. I'm more distrustful of the new guard, who seems like the person has events, I'm sure he's just doing his job. You know, this guy showing up without his pass card. I mean, right now, i got to say, I assume that this guy right here is the main character. But he just seems like such a jerk. I wonder where the twist is going to be to make us actually want him to survive this supposed truck attack that the picture of the, you know, well, the... Obviously, it's yeah. going to be part of this conversation that he... It's not what he thinks that he has to have with his wife that, you know, they so blatantly made heavy-handed for us. Yep, keep hawking. Somebody's going to come and move their car. I have a Dodge Viper. I'm more important than you. So far, the only one I want to survive this movie is a security guard. Such a nice security guard. Thanks for making us wait till last minute to find out what the hell was going on. I mean, then again, what they're talking about may have nothing to do with what's going to happen later, but... when movies like this get really freaking quiet. We're having an important uh, piece of dialogue. We're going to talk as quietly as possible.
always bodes well. I know, right? Oh, like you were saying with the whole audio thing, I'm afraid to turn this thing up because it's already honked the horn once. And I don't want to go deaf if another horn honks. But when these guys start talking, they get so quiet. Oh. Driving to the fifth floor is apparently having him have flashbacks about his relationship. And by flashbacks of relationships, I mean a little bedsheet tumbling. Well, of course. They're hoping guys will watch this movie thinking that at some point she'll take off that bra when, in reality, we all know she never will. Yeah, I mean, with a picture of a truck chasing after dude on the cover, you're going to this movie expecting something not that. And more fighting. State what you're talking about. He thinks she's cheating. And he's making a big deal of it because he thinks she's cheating. Oh, hey, look, it's a truck from the cover. I don't think that thing's very street legal. Actually, yes, it is. Oh, all them tintings. I mean, I'm pretty sure that can get you at least a ticket. Whoa. Well, the tint depends on what state you're in. Searchlights on the side of this thing. $60 from J.C. Whitney. Yeah, we even got an air horn. This horn is bigger than yours. How does that make you feel? No signal. I almost hit somebody. It's not because you were on the phone, though. It's because you were looking at your friggin' financial records. I know, right? But it's her fault. A lot of confidential stuff. I believe you have my stapler. <laughs> I don't know where this guy works, but he works in a creepy friggin' place. I was just thinking to myself about the smorgasbord of cars and now the smorgasbord of typical cliche people. The geeky, nerdy dude. The lady who could care less. But at no point in time, you know, obviously, this guy either pretends he has some decent money or makes some decent money. He's driving, which, yeah, lock the car, but don't put the top up, you know. <laughs> it's like that. 
shouldn't stand in the middle of the drive path, man. Although, how did he get back down? Because he was going we down a floor. The truck back, was, you know, this is the truck that almost hit him two minutes ago. Well, this is his light flashing before his eyes. But really, how did the truck get back below him? I mean, he, the truck went up, he went down, and then the truck just came from down and went back up. Well, there are some parking garages that have two sets of ramps, one at each end. Ah. So. Mystery solved. It's usually for bigger parking garages that this doesn't look like one of those, but in movie magic, it teleported. Well, the other guy really makes me think of uh, American Psycho. I'm just waiting for him to scream out, there can only be one! But he, he, he does he, he does look a lot like the guy from American Psycho. Christian Bell. I have no idea what his name was in that movie. I don't remember. I know he said it enough times, but... Where'd the security guard go? An hour after midnight. Got a lift to the, uh, you know, basement level from his friend. So at this point, we should hear how the sale went. Good, apparently. Romney. Okay, that's why I don't like him. So he's not so much a financial advisor as he is a crook. No, no, nobody's going to miss $10.6 million. Ever. You know how I know there are people who will, who will miss $10.6 million? Because these guys are parking in a parking garage and not having somebody bring their cars to them. That felt nice. Got a little bit of feedback from the movie coming in for you. Sorry. No problem. Oh, flashing a gun in the glove box.
I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> you know what I saw today, Hardy? Oh, you saw yourself? Because that's what jackasses like you always say. I mean, if he's really so worried about the guy bailing out on him, why didn't he draw the gun on him? I mean, the gun's obviously there in the glove box. It's not like he didn't see it. Oh, now he's got a bloody lip. I just realized the only reason I'm in this movie is because I kind of look like Brian Austin Green. No need to be rude about it. Poor guy. Try to go off screen. Cried out. Suddenly, it's the Matrix. This guy has the craziest daydreams. I don't even begin to understand what the point of that was. It's him getting all the money. <laughs> just imagining all that money just draining from all those people and how he's such a terrible person because of it. Yeah, a little late now, you've already done it, jackass. <laughs> Money trouble sticker. Just a kick in a pants, you know? Because you have the... Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Somebody came and threw all these wires across the top of my car. And cut them, too. Uh, it's one thing to just throw wires in a person's car. To cut them. You are dealing with a devious person. See? And then he locks the car anyway. Why would you bother to lock the car? It's not like somebody's going to come in with a new engine. I got a really good question. Considering the ignition did nothing and the guy obviously was supposedly supposed to cut the wires, even though apparently this low-production movie couldn't afford to actually cut the wires on the car, so they just threw some on top of the motor. How is the remote lock even working? The battery's not dead. <laughs> really, it was. The car did nothing. <laughs> He didn't cut the ignition wires. Those are under the dashboard. It's a super aftermarket mod, you know? Ah. Uh, oh, that's right. I need a card in order to get up here. Jeez, I feel like an ass for forgetting right now. Oh, my God. I suddenly feel like I might have been led into, I don't know, a trap. It's like the Twilight Zone. It's okay, though, because he's got stairs. 
Oh, wait a second. You know what I forgot all this time? To put the top up on my car. <laughs> oh. Car alarm going off. Why would he care about a car alarm going off? She because afraid somebody's done even more damage to his car? I know, right? It's like, oh no, somebody tried to steal my car that doesn't have a working engine right now. I better go check on it. You know, one of these days I would love to own a really fancy car where that alarm only turns off with one press of the button. I can't even figure out how to turn off mine. Most of the time you got to start the thing. I mean, like mine, if you hit the panic button twice, it'll stop. But it'll start up like a minute and a half later. Why is he looking so suspiciously at his car? Because it's Carrie and it's going to try to eat him now. Maybe it just sunk into him, too, that the thing shouldn't be able to go off because all the cut wires. Although he keeps staring at the trunk, like there's something in the trunk. Well, I'm just saying it's highly unlikely. But by the way, lesson learned, put your top up when you park your goddamn car, even though a person with a knife and some determination could take care of that problem, but... Oh my god. Somebody stole my trunk monkey! <laughs> it is owned. Others to put a freaking bird in a trunk. I mean, I would have gone something more typical with, like, you know, a tiger or a vicious dog, but no, a bird. Dude, you got more problems because a doubt security guard would copy the key to your car just to do that. Right? Oh, wait, fancy car probably used a pop button inside the glove box. Anyways, back to the stairwell. Oh, hey, wait. Which is conveniently not an option. Why doesn't the stairwell work? It did work. Somebody has closed the door. Now, I could understand being frightened at this point, because, quite frankly, you're locked in, you know, essentially locked in without any way of getting out of a parking garage. That's kind of creepy. With or without a bird in your trunk. Me, personally, at this point, I'd be just really, really annoyed and like would you finally just show yourself so I can beat your ass and go home really now yeah he's, he's flashing back to show that you know oh this guy must have done this <laughs> the truck runs away. <laughs> See, the reason why I wouldn't be afraid is because I'm built like the guy that would climb out of that truck. 
What is this guy expecting him to do? Why would you just walk straight at a vehicle in the first place? Especially in a tunnel like this. Oh, oh, now it's on. He was going to let you go, but you had to mock the truck. It's on. Why do pretty boy douchebags always do that? Anger management issues. And it's just now starting to sink in that maybe walking straight at the truck was a bad idea. <laughs> or he was fine. He had poles he could duck behind. By the way, for those interested, 83K5 Blazer, built by <laughs> Chevrolet. Anything! <laughs> Don't drop my weapon! Always trying to psych him out. No, I got to give it to the guy, though. He is in some good shape. I mean, he's outrunning that truck. Well, I mean, technically he's not really outrunning it, but he's staying ahead of it long enough to not get run over, so. I really feel it's because the person driving in the truck is an extremely patient person. Probably. Or he went, shit, I forgot to chain that door closed. <laughs> yes, but we don't care. It's kind of true, though. I mean, there are still cars in that parking garage. It's not like he's the only person there. Well, you mean to tell me the guy running around on the golf cart, which I realize he's an older man, but the guy running around on the golf cart doesn't hear a big-ass 350 going, and decide, you know what, I'm sick and tired of this guy tearing up my fucking parking garage. Well, he's got is a golf cart, though. I mean, what's he gonna? I mean, you're an elderly fellow, and you got some dude ripping up your parking lot with a truck, and all you got is your little golf cart. What are you really gonna do to stop the dude? Yeah, but you're expecting him facing up against guy apparently evil truck, where he's just expecting in person. It's, well, like, this guy is all, just. I mean, he's got no option. He's trapped in a parking garage. Oh, hey, look, there we go. Wait. She must use the elevator. Nothing suspicious about this. <laughs> Is that a tire wrench in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? You know what she was doing? She saw that van and she went, oh, I'm going to get raped.
it's the truth, but it's not very... He's about to get maced or electrocuted. I told you! Oh, maced! God dang. You didn't see that coming. He's an idiot. Uh, to me, I saw that coming, as I said, like a minute ago. And she got shot. I was kind of hoping her death would come from an epic car crushing. Yeah, that's kind of what you figure, because as far as we're all concerned, the truck is an evil thing that's just trying to kill him, so trucks don't use guns. Oh, I, I gotta say, it bothers me a little bit that he just now figured out what was going on. Yeah, if that's actually what's going on. Although I don't think Mace actually makes your head spin like that. My pass card this is the one that trapped me in the building! <laughs> it's uh, they have a distinctive motor, and you're just, you let it sneak up on you like that? What, what the hell is wrong with you? I don't know. He also stands up when the thing is trying to crush him, so, you know. Especially considering there's enough room under this truck for him to crawl under it. Exactly. Yes, hit the hood of the truck more. It'll do something. Dude, he's just backing up to get a ring circuit. Get out of the fucking way. Wow, this guy's patient. Right? crap bad being chased by truck I don't know what to do <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't you rather be here <laughs> when even the building says go screw yourself more flashbacks they don't really need to get a point to these. I think it's going to lead up to the reason why he thinks she's cheating on him. But I honestly don't know. The way their conversation goes, though, I don't know if I'm supposed to be following this for later information or if this is just random pillow talk. 
It also sounds like this guy is just constantly depressed about his life because she's always trying to cheer him up a little bit. Hey, I had a feeling it's going to go somewhere. I just don't know where. So she had a card that he just, wow, it is smoky as heck in there. Well, yeah, because he's not like a normal person. When he daydreams, he falls asleep and runs right out into the path of the evil truck. Now the guy's just being a dick about it. Right? He's a crowbar. Sorry. Tire iron. Close enough. What I love is that the gas is pumping in there, but the truck is nowhere near it to pump it in. You know, in my head, I'm just writing it off as it was the car parked by the door. Man, that man has some good taste in music. It, it does. Just trying to figure out if the van's actually the innocent bystander in all this, or if it's part of the plot. It's a good hiding spot, especially when you yeah. have the same color shirt. Same color as my shirt. I coordinated today. I just love hot... Oh, Wait a second. He turned on the music. He knows how to hotwire a vehicle. Well, maybe the uh, the radio just turns on. I mean, that guy's going to be madder than heck when he comes out and his friggin' battery's dead. <laughs> yeah, this guy's getting sneaky. Before, and it's actually the, the previous van owner that is trying to kill him now. From the last time he got a conscious and reneged on a job and they tried to kill him. Oh, man. Do you see who it is? Of course not. You know what? A guy that came up with this level of a scheme is not this stupid. No, you would think that he would actually, you know, have tried to either see the guy or whack him on the head, but, you know. Is that the plan? Top of the other moving vehicle? He was. He was climbing on top of the truck. That was his plan, was to climb on top of the truck. That doesn't seem like a very good idea to me. No, a terrible plan. I know from experience, those hoods are smooth and slippery. There, there really ain't much to grab onto there. And also... I mean, I to grab onto the lights, but... But that's really kind of low clearance, too, I mean... No, he's not! Well, he's probably not with his chin. <laughs> but I would like to state, as an owner of these vehicles, you'd hear somebody climbing on top of your vehicle. Well, of course the truck knows he's there. I mean, he doesn't care. He's just playing with the guy.
<laughs> and you know from that smug look on his face, he's just going, I told you so. Mm-hmm. Which really, a guy in his situation, it's not the smartest thing, because that's just bad karma, man. It really is. Apparently, you already have terrible karmas. You're hiding on top of a truck with a dude with some serious road rage. Told ya. Also, another telltale sign would be the dimpling of the roof. Aw. You went and you sweated on a windshield. Now we still know you're there. You didn't follow the Tom Cruise School of Acting and carefully stand out to catch sweat. boo. <laughs> See, at least here you have windshield wipers, Grant Holton. Yeah, windshield wipers really don't hold on that good. I can't. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've never, like, you know, jumped on a hood and tried to hang on to some windshield wipers before. But it almost seems to me like you'd be better off trying to hold on to the actual edges of the hood. Like, the yep. edges where it lifts up for the windshield wipers, you know what I mean? <laughs> that didn't feel nice. Again, having to adjust the volume on my TV because of the ridiculous noise level. Yeah, it is kind of, you know, whenever you yeah. hear him talk, you can't hear anything. I, I got to give that little car credit. That car is holding on. It is. That rear bumper should be, like, up against the tires right now, but up to you. Maybe the truck was just going a lot slower than it looked like he was going when he was ramming it. Oh, I'm sure he was only doing, like, maybe five, ten miles an hour, but still, just I applaud. Yeah, so the guy has officially been trapped in this thing for, what, three hours? About that. It was, what, like 12.38 when they came out of their meeting? Yeah. Maybe 15 minutes worth of getting punched in the face. Oh, good. Security cameras. People can see me. Smart enough to look at a security camera. Not smart enough to try to pull the fire alarm. All right. Come on. See it. There it is. Yep. There you go. Wait. So it's also got disconnected, but you know. I pulled this to make a lot of noise. Oh. Sad panda. like every vehicle in this place has just been manhandled. Everybody's doors are open. I would hate to be the security guard responsible to explain all the damages done in this place the next day. <laughs> that poor old guy isn't going to have a job. Oh, my God. Somebody's not dead. 
Okay. I would like to point out for those of you who do not know the repo business, they don't hotwire the cars. They like getting them back in good working order. You know, they do this small thing called here's the key. Yeah, this is a movie. Everything is more dynamic in movies. Just like how cars explode when they get shot. Huh. A bag of car stereos. And suddenly that guy just realized he'll fall for anything. Aw, in the face. No! He just happened to... Serious! Really? Definitely not the best death scene I've ever seen. Well, apparently his head landed in the spike. Well, yeah. I, I'm just... See, I, I thought I thought by the fact that it was taking so long that he got, like, in the gut or something, you know. He's usually going to walk over there after he just pretty much killed this guy and he shot him through the gun. I'm not questioning people leaving pallets like that with the spikes spacing out. I'm not questioning the ability to kill somebody by throwing them to a pallet of spikes. I'm just questioning all these things thrown together. At the same time, you're being chased by an evil truck. He's not going to be okay. He got a spike through his head, you idiot. Get with the program. Grab his gun, see if there's anything left in it. There's still probably a monster truck dude trying to kill you. But now he feels really bad because he just killed the guy who tried to kill him. It was only fair play, yeah. And it's empty. Yeah, but maybe, you know, check, see if he carries an extra clip. Oh, wait, yeah, that thing that's chasing me fell out there. And then he takes the gun. It's empty. I mean, I guess the truck doesn't know that, but... What is the bag of car stereos going to do? Well, you can throw it at it. It's so pissed off at the gun. Oh, okay. He didn't just grab a bag of stereos. He grabbed a bag of thieving tools. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, buddy. 
Tell you what, though, the owner of that truck is definitely persistent. He is. Surprisingly patient. I feel like there's going to be some kind of a deeper story behind this. And yet, right now, it really just comes off as this guy's mad because he honked his horn at him. You never know. It's America. That could be the case. But then he also killed the lady. What? So, this dude has to be on some kind of drug. What's going on here? Flashback again. It has to be. He's wearing a different shirt. That's not his wife, though. So he is cheating on her. But pissed off that she might be cheating on him? I mean, that doesn't look like his wife, right? No, I'm pretty sure that's not her. Yeah, no, that's not her. I, again, refer us back to Kenny's previous statement. Why do I care whether this douchebag lives or dies? Now, in the middle of your daydream, you're suddenly going to worry about that question? So, I guess the real question isn't going to be who wants to kill him. It's going to be who, out of like the 50 people that want to kill him, is in the truck. Pretty much. Oh, now the new guy. Don't get the new guy killed. He's new. <sighs> who's that? You're staring straight at him. How can you not tell who's that? I was reaching for my phone, right?
Yes! Oh, finally! Oh, there goes the new guy. Are you happy, dude? Look what you caused. Woo! You know, I'll oh, give it to this guy. He's a brave son of a bitch. Fifty-one minutes into a movie about a guy getting chased by an evil truck before we see somebody get hit by an evil truck. He's really bad at that. <laughs> He's got some butterfingers. Yes, viewing audience, that is actually possible if you're skinny. Yeah. I was free of getting chased by an evil truck, and I'm still getting chased by an evil truck! Now his day just keeps getting worse. There you go, finally! Holy crap! <laughs> and the truck just blows right through the pillar of concrete. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could say it's a construction area because the pillars are weak and need to be redone, but it would not have all of its lights intact like that if it just blew through a pillar of concrete. We need a little battle damage going on. Come on. <laughs> you know, I got to give it to the jerk. He had a great idea until it failed. Oh, right? It would have been the first thing I tried. Oh, you're chasing me? I'm just going to run and bam. Although the truck does seem to be frightened that he's wising up. As I know, he got reading to lick its wounds. Although, I'm starting to call bullshit on this truck's patience. By now, the, the guy should have at least stated why he's dragging this out for three hours. Well, a truck has to go and recuperate. It just blew through a pillar, man. That's hardcore. Oh, here's some more reasoning. Okay, so why would the guys not envy him? Because he's such a savvy number cruncher? Because he's got the hottest girl in the room? Context, people. Context. I 
could understand if I was watching like the Lord of the Rings making me think about stuff. I don't want to have to think too heavily about why a truck is chasing a vehicle or a guy around a parking garage. Just give it to me. Yeah, then all the mysteries gone. See, right there. He just said it, Scott. If you're looking for a shortcut. That's a no-no. <laughs> no, I'm looking for required information to be given to me at appropriate times. Instead of a string of confusing daydreams and some guy babbling on about how crappy his life is, what apparently it's not. Every guy wants to be him. He's got two hot girls that want his nuts. His boss is a Highlander and punches him about the, I mean, really, really, really. Yes, he punched him in the face, but he did it in a Dodge Viper. At least he did it stylish. What are you complaining about? And honestly, what about Adrian Paul at this moment doesn't scream, douchebag that's going to stab you in the back at some point when it's profitable? Oh, you could uh, I don't know. Me? Because I don't like the finer things. I only like whining and daydreaming about the finer things. that you get what you want. Yep. It is. She always gets what she wants. I sound that the movie's entirely terrible, but a little less predictable. I mean, stop using lines that people have already used a hundred thousand times before. Yeah, I mean, you know, every movie does that. Not everyone. I mean, Sucker Punch was fairly original. This is the point in time where you say, oh, that's the girl that just told me she wants to sleep with me and I told her to go fuck off. No, I married you because you were totally the opposite of my type. Oh, man, really? That's rude. That is. Like I said, what about him does not scream douchebag? Although, in Tom's defense, if I remember that his name is Tom, 
he doesn't like the other dude, and he stated he doesn't like the other dude. Although, I am glad that he daydreams so much in the middle of this terrible situation. It's, it's a real life-changing experience. It's, that's the guy's car. What's that doing there? Oh, man, no, they ran over the security buggy. Was there one security buggy or two? I thought there was just one, but I don't know anymore. Because didn't the other one get damn near run over when, you know... Well, the security buggy didn't, just the dude. And what about this doesn't scream it's trapped you? Come on, remember oh. to go to the glove box for the gun. You, you already tried hot wiring car before. Oh, yeah. Five dollars says that gun's empty. Oh, hey, wait a minute. What's this? It's the card that made him think that his wife was cheating on him. Did we not see this coming since like five minutes into the movie? Flashback. His life is slowly coming together, and he's starting to see what's going on. And it's all thanks to the evil truck. See, the evil truck actually isn't an evil truck. It's a truck from heaven sent here to set on the path. And just to kill everybody else in the process, which is kind of a mean thing to do. Come on, there is many historical contexts to this. God said unto Abraham, you will kill me a son. No, I don't. Cruise around in my blazer. Running people over. What, this truck? Boom! I mean, I'm really surprised the truck did not pop out right here, but obviously. Eddie's apparently dying, which I don't believe for a second. Not Eddie. Well, since Victor's already dead, I'm going with Eddie as the guy in the truck. See, what I don't really get here, though, is if this guy's truck is so ridiculously strong, why does he stop to keep shooting people? Because he's got to get his gun off? I want it just be easier to run people over? Here's my question. Why did this guy leave his gun in the car? Watch, it's just an airsoft gun. He wanted to feel like a badass. <laughs> that would be a great twist. Is compared to you?
just talk louder. You know nothing, Jon Snow. If nobody walks, then why was the truck there before? And why was this car fucked with before you even knew he was going to walk? Well, the truck was there. Why is when he said, I'm going to walk? Right. But the truck was there before in case he decided he wanted to walk. They already fucked up his car. What are they going to do? Pop out and go, oh, we're sorry. We thought you were going to pussy out. We'll fix this. Don't worry. Entirely possible. Or maybe the screwing with the car bit was actually somebody that just really didn't like him. Wow, this movie has a pension for old Chevys. And old Dodges. By the way, jackass, you might want to check to make sure it actually has bullets. Takes five seconds. Well, that sounds, sounds familiar. I don't know, maybe hurry up. Not. Stop and listen and, you know, oh, oh yeah. That, He's that, got a gun now, so we can actually fight back. Then maybe hide and fire from position of cover, since obviously the guy in the truck has a gun. Oh, no, we're going to stand right now. Yeah, you know what? Clint Eastwood would have actually found cover. Unless he was Dirty Harry, but that's just because he has Ford Ford Magnum. By the way, it's terrible soft gun. Oh, it's shooting in a truck that can eat concrete walls for breakfast. Yeah, well, you know, he's not the smartest guy. No, he's not. All the ammo. Well... 
How, how much you want of that if I'm going to get lucky a third time? Just tools? Guys, <laughs> The look on his face is priceless. This thing just pooped himself. Quiet. It is. It's very quiet. It's like the Batmobile with the stealth mode. I wonder if somebody's hiding behind my truck. Nope. Damn it. <laughs> he was all for attacking him until he realized that he had bullets. It's a revolver. God said I'm surprised. Not not overly, just slightly surprised. And the movie's over because he forgets to duck his head before a truck takes off. It's so rusty. For an indestructible truck, he did not take care of his underside. It's an ice pick. What is twisting it going to do? Make him feel stronger. And that little bit of extra tension. <laughs> oh, that was just stupid. Knew he was there the whole time. Who would have thought? Apparently me. Yeah, well. I just wanted to believe it wouldn't be him for a change. Like this truck.
So you're saying your job is equivalent to being chased around a parking lot by an evil truck. Sounds like it. didn't tip me last week. I have zero friends on Facebook. Well, I did it before you started talking. After your impassioned speech, I realized, yes, you are in fact an idiot. See, I don't. I don't understand why somebody bitches about their job. Oh, my God. I got this job as a janitor, and you know what they expect me to do? They expect me to clean the toilets. Really? Well, just because it's your job doesn't mean people don't have to, you know, couldn't show a little appreciation. This is true. Don't complain about them when you're the and they complain that somebody parked in their spot. They're going to do that. You're the person they're supposed to complain to. Is his wife coming to save the day? <laughs> yeah, let me just, uh, you know, weasel off from underneath this truck tire. But my guess is, yes, it probably is the wife. I got I, I got to give Eddie credit. He, he knows his truck. He, he's got some precise driving skills there. It does. Him against, breaking anything. Ran over his leg only a little bit. Didn't crush it completely. Just broke his thumb. And now he needs to realize who's there. So I drove all the way here. Wait, at no point are you going to say, honey, get off the phone, call the cops? 
ladies, that's trick. If you want your man to apologize, have somebody break his leg and then call him. What's going on? He forgot to add in this evil truck killing. For a brief moment, his life was so fixed. I know, right? After he's killed like four people already, she's gonna. When he goes, oh no, no, that that's too much. I can't do that. Any point in time, running, probably great idea. Probably. This guy's like, oh no, it's you know, it's all cool. I'm gonna go be this. 
concrete crushing truck with this cop car. Cop cars are like indestructible. It's not even a cop car, it's a Mercury. Because God forbid he's actually not in that truck anymore, you know what I mean? Yeah, because, you know, that just... For anybody who's never been in a police car, by the way, those are in a locked unit. Yeah, but that wouldn't be good for him in the movie. No, it wouldn't. I'd just like to point out, a little reality every now and then would be great. Perfect time for a flashback. Right? Three people that are ready to shoot you. You're saved, dude. All you gotta do is just listen to the police officers. Oh, thank God this wasn't one of those commercials where the gun goes off when it hits the ground. <laughs> oh, wow, we got five people ready to shoot him. Except there's nobody inside the truck. Or apparently he is in the truck and he just shot himself. <laughs> if he's going to shoot himself, why did he run back inside the... Okay. Well, clearly he had to ask God for forgiveness before he shot himself. You know, clearly. Meditate a little bit, rub the boot of the belly, and I did you know. not fix the situation in a fixable manner. I apologize. Just a man in his truck. Man, he loves that ugly pile of shit. Six hours, and finally everything is right in this guy's world. was not funny. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That was kind of funny. And I also have to state that No Way Up was much title because nothing is moody. Yeah, No Way Up was kind of a better title. I can agree with that. He was not throttled. There was not a lot of throttling going on in the vehicles other than, you know, the random squealing the tires on the trucks. It was pretty much only the truck that had any kind of throttling going on. But at the same time, I can understand why they changed the name from No Way Up, because No Way Up really doesn't make much sense either. Well, they I really, mean, in a way, you could argue, since he couldn't use the elevators or the stairs, there was No Way Up. But really, he wasn't trying to go up, he was trying to get out. I don't know. I mean, I, would, I wouldn't necessarily say I'd go out of my way to watch it again. But I wouldn't say it was necessarily a bad movie. I have seen much better. I just don't understand why these low-budget movies need to follow that cliche of 
predictable dialogue and, you know, it, because it adds a certain amount of charm when you know a line is coming and then they deliver it and you feel like you directed the movie and then realize that you probably could have done a little bit better directing the movie. But it wasn't bad. I've definitely seen a lot worse. I mean, I enjoyed it for what it was worth. Although, it, it would have been nice to have a little less of the flashbacks. And I feel like they kind of went a little overboard with the flashbacks. I mean, not even necessarily, like, the story-oriented ones. Because, you know, those were at least sort of relevant for the most part. But, like, oh, man, my my car battery is cut. Uh, yeah, that just happened, like, five seconds ago. We don't need a flashback. It's not a TV show to remind us what happened last episode. You know what I mean? I, I feel this movie is one of those ones that suffered from... The, the people making it didn't know what they wanted it to be. You know, they tried to cut in nice and little nifty flashbacks, you know, like, uh... It ended up being more like a, uh... Same like time, a typical movie. thriller kind of movie. You know what I mean? Like, not not so much like a slasher flick kind of thriller, but, like, your stereotypical, there's a bad guy doing bad things thriller where... They kind of want to keep you in the mystery, but you already pretty much know how it's going to go from the start. Which, for me, it's always been one of those ones. If you're going to make a movie that you can call 20 minutes before everything happens, just run with it and make the best predictable movie you can. If you're going to make a movie that keeps people on the edge and wondering what's going on, then make a movie that keeps me on the edge and wondering what's going on. Don't tease me with, I'm not going to know what's going on, and then make it something that I called 20 minutes ago. Well, I mean, on the bright side, though, I mean, you pretty uh, much know who's doing it there, but you, they, they try to play off the reasons as to why he would do it, even though, you know, the reasons the character thinks is completely wrong, even though it is legitimate reason that that character would think that that would happen. So, I mean, as far as the character's concerned, like, you know, from his world, it all kind of makes sense. Because I kind of feel like a lot of times, like, these movies especially, it's it's one of those things where you kind of have to try to make yourself the character and get rid of, like, your foreknowledge of all the different movies and stuff like that you've ever seen. Because otherwise... I mean, from the third-person perspective, yeah, we know it's going to be that guy. We know something bad's going to happen from the start. We know it's going to, you know, involve a truck. I mean, we see this on the title of the movie and stuff like that. But, I mean, from the character's standpoint, his car is all busted. You know, I mean, he's trying to get out. The place is all locked up. Would I have reacted differently? Yeah. But then again, if I went to get in my car and the thing was freaking all chopped up, and for whatever reason, my phone didn't work, so I couldn't call, like, a AAA or a relative or something like that, I would probably be legitimately scared. So if my car alarm went off, I would have been like, screw this, and I would have just kept going upstairs. But then again, he seems more of the, uh, you know, aggressive personality type, you know what I mean? I just... Like, the, the jockish kind of, let's do this kind of guy who doesn't really think all the way through. Is like you said, you're supposed to be able to put yourself in the position of this character, yet I don't like this character. Yeah, I'm, I'm still not sure if we ever were supposed to like that character. How the hell 
Are you going to sit there and make me feel sorry for you for 45 minutes because, oh, wife might be cheating, my hot wife might be cheating on me, and my world's coming to an end. And then you throw in the bomb of, you are actually cheating on her. I'm not sure if we're actually supposed to like that movie. It might be one of those ones where we're actually supposed to root for the bad guy the entire time. Because, you know, he is just trying to fix everything, which, in the odd way, he actually did fix things. But, I don't think he fixed things in a manner that he thought he was fixing things. But, it's it's a thriller movie. I mean, outside of the whodunit aspect, I don't think we're really supposed to think too much about it. But, yeah, I mean, you really would think that they would have a more likable character there. I mean, I can't really root for the bad guy either because he's just a whiny little, as much of a whiny little bitch as the main character. Oh, I'm a parking attendant, and people ask me to take care of their cars. Well, it's not even so much that people ask him to take care of the cars. I mean, if every single person in that company acts like the Highlander and the main character, yeah, I, I would I would err on the side of saying that this guy could go a little crazy pretty easy because those guys were kind of total jerks. I'm not trying to defend the assholes he had to deal with. I'm just stating, complain about them being assholes. Don't complain that, you know, take action to move the guy out of the spot. Well, I think he actually, for the most part, it sounded like he was okay with the fact that they were all jerks. And the main reason he was trying to kill the guy is because the Highlander hired him to kill him, I guess. Well, the Highlander did hire him to kill him, and then he decided to go on a killing spree because everybody's assholes. Right, but specifically because the one guy pretended like he wasn't, and then he was. Yeah. Which is worse than, you know, the guy's just being jerked straight to his face. And then I think some of the other kills were actually just collateral damage, like the lady. Yeah. Because he didn't want anybody, you know, he doesn't want to get caught. So, I mean, I can, I can see where he was going with it, but... At the same time, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, I mean, that kind of movie, you usually want to root for somebody, and it's like, assuming you didn't realize that the guy in the truck is actually the garage security guy, you're not going to root for the one guy because he's a total jerk. I don't root for anybody. I mean, even... Oh, okay, I do kind of feel sorry for two people. The lady, mainly because he didn't give her any information. No, no he really didn't. Sorry for him. He changed. And you got creepy van, and then you got a dude coming up to you like that. Yeah, I. She acted probably the most believable out of the entire situation, and then she gets you know, murdered just for being there. That's that, kind of sucky situation. Sure. I think Victor was probably the nicest guy in the building. He was just probably. having a bad day. I mean, he was trying. Of course, he was... I mean, it sucks for him, too. I mean, he was new to that job. Yep. But, yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, I I wouldn't go out of my way to say I'd watch it again. But I, I enjoyed watching it for the most part. 
it wasn't as mentally I, engaging as some thrillers are. But as far as like, you know, an action-y movie, it had its finer points. That truck did totally destroy that. It car. did. I mean, really, I think that truck did more damage than anything else in the entire movie. I mean, it broke, what, three or four different cars, blew through a pillar, blew through a booth. It didn't have a scratch on it until he rammed it. Yeah. And even then, it really didn't take all that much damage. It did more damage to the, uh, you know, supposed top car than it did the truck. You know what's funny is that's probably exactly how that would go down, too. If you were to take one of those trucks, ram them with one of those cars, it probably would just wedge under. And the best part, the Mercury Mark E Crown Vix, you probably just go in. If it still starts, start it up, put it in reverse, drive it out from underneath the truck, and drive away. Yeah. You won't have any lights, but. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I'd go out of my way to recommend it. I mean, if you're just looking for, like, a, uh, you know. I class this as one of those movies you rent it, like Redbox it, Netflix it, watch once, never watch it again. Yeah, I definitely probably wouldn't go out of my way to watch it again. It's not, that it's not necessarily bad, it's just it's nothing really special. Yeah. I guess is what it comes down to. It's just, it's a normal movie, you know? I mean, it's you watch it and then you go and to the next. 